Welcome to the Real Life Diabetes Podcast, episode 52, with repeat guest and wellness warrior, Tanya Cameron. We're back. We're back. I feel like we say that often because we don't get to record as many podcasts as we used to. Yeah, the frequency has changed. Damn uh, real jobs. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, hey, life changes. But we're here. Life and we changes. just recorded an excellent show with Tanya. And really the perfect show to start the new year. Absolutely. Um, but a, a reintroduction is in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you? Oh, Amber Kluwer, T1D. Ah. Um, by the time this goes out, I will be in my 35th year of living with diabetes. Let's go. I, 35. I got a story to tell after that. Go ahead. Okay, nice. I'm Ryan Fightmaster, fourth-year medical student at the University of Oklahoma. I can't believe you made it. Oh, no. There were some challenging years. Yeah, only because of this uh, podcast audience. <laughs> only reason I got to fourth year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's... I want to say something really quick, just as I talked about the 35th episode. I was trying... I'm taking the day off work and getting a massage... And I was telling my boss, you know, it's going to be my diversary. And he was like, God, that sounds so depressing. I was like, never thought about it that way. You know, die aversary. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, it's D-I-A. I mean, like a diabesti and a diabuddy. And he was like, yeah, this sounds happy. But anyway, I'm not letting him take that. What is it? Something out of my thunder. Hey, you say the words the way you want the words to be said. <laughs> That's okay. It's Educating the public. Educating the public. meaning. Right. So, let's talk about Tanya. Tanya. What do you think? I really enjoyed this episode. I've learned so much from her, and I'm thankful that she lets me stalk her about what I want to do and my health and wellness goals. She's somebody who, anytime you talk to her, you leave uh, feeling more uplifted and healthy just because of her spirit, Mm -hmm. because of her knowledge, and you know that literally every piece of advice she gives out, she's researched well on Mm -hmm. her own, Mm -hmm. and she lives it. And I Every love, single bit. I love the goal for this episode and for her enrolling into 2018 is, uh, I'm not going to tell you. You got to listen, <laughs> but it's a good one. It's a good one and it's simple and it's solid and all of us can do a better job of it. So, especially those of us with, with diabetes who give ourselves a hard time. So, uh, you want to read all of her, whatever she does? Absolutely. A little bit of background. <laughs> you all know each other because you used to work together at a restaurant in Norman, Oklahoma. I know Tanya. Well, I guess that's somewhat. Of, I use, yeah. Know, well, yeah. We get more into it in the show. Yeah. Um, I know her um, from being introduced by you a couple years ago. Then I got the chance to work with her at the Integrated Medicine Clinic where she does IVs. Um, so she does IV therapy inside of an Integrated Medicine Clinic in, in Bethany, Oklahoma with Dr. Rothwell. Um, she's also a registered nurse. She's a certified micropigmentologist. Um, and really, she's a professional student mm-hmm. at the end of the day. She's a lifer. She learns, learns, and learns, and loves it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why we brought her on the show, to bring her back, to help us launch into the new year. That was 42 episodes ago. Yeah, that was episode 10. That will be linked. If you want to go back and get some perspective, it's highly recommended to see how many things you've repeated. Um, and one please, of our highest see, ranking see shows. See how similar we are? Yeah. Yeah, the most downloaded show of all time. Which is crazy, considering she doesn't have diabetes. <laughs> Maybe that was a bonus. I, I don't know. <laughs> 
So for people looking for a general health tune-up, something just to kind of prime your system to get you ready to go in 2018, this show is perfect for you, and we get into some diabetes knowledge here or there. All right. Well, oh, before we get started, we got just a few announcements. A few announcements. It's been a while. We're kind of we're dusting off the whatever, cobwebs. <laughs> So love, like, and share us on social media. You know, we love seeing those numbers and we have new iTunes reviews. So drop us an iTunes review and have the courage to put a title in there and maybe some comments, good or bad. It gives us feedback and we either cry out of joy or cry out of sorrow. So (laughs) we love the iTunes reviews. It's been wonderful. And we have three brand new ones that we're going to get to over the next few shows. Uh, But we'll get to one of those today afterward. Um, Another announcement is this show is always supported. Um, monetarily if you'd like to chip in you can go to a paypal link that we included in the the bottom of every show notes that's located on our website diabetesdailyground.com you can click that link uh, drop us any cash you feel like Um, real life right here yeah that's also real life there's the phone hello mom (laughs) Um, and so you can do that or you can click on the amazon link on the right side of our homepage. and we're also um, always open to ideas like if you have a podcast you'd like to hear more about we'll do our research or if you have somebody you think would be quality for the show that we need to hear from send us an email at info at diabetesdailygrind.com we're always open to suggestions and and yeah the more the merrier more the merrier okay i think that's it right that's it Let's roll into the show. Let's do this. Diabetes is a daily grind. It's a daily grind. It's a daily grind. And it grinds and grinds and grinds. I've got more lenses than you. So how long has it been since Tanya first joined us? I think it's been two years. <gasps> really? It was 2015. Wow. But I can't remember which month. It was a single digit show number. 10. Show 10. Uh, double digit show yeah, number. Yeah, Barely. Wow. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. Glad to be here. Mm-hmm. So let's refresh everybody. Um, first about how we've all got to know each other a little bit better in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, and like how you two met each other. Just a quick brief um, catch up. Well, we met Norman. Yeah. Tanya was a has, was a bartender at one of the restaurant next to the restaurant I was working at, and I would we'd all go over there for happy hour or whatever. And she started giving me advice. <laughs> I'm just trying to guide to, to she was uh, a, yeah. alleviate suffering. That's it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's she's let me latch on. That was probably 20 years ago. God. Has it really been that long? That's crazy. Well, and I worked at Victoria's before you, so I was yeah. the first crew, you know, with that team, and then transitioned, and then you know it was the best time of my life. Yeah, sure, one of the best times. So yeah, that's how we got to know each other, and here we are 20 years later, because I was there in 1997. Well, I like you, so. (laughs) We laugh. We both have a warped (laughs) sense of humor and can say it how it is, so. And because of you two knowing each other, Mm -hmm. it allowed me the chance Mm -hmm. to come hang out with Tanya recently at Wellness and Longevity. Mm -hmm. For Dr. Paul Rothwell. For Dr. Mm -hmm. Rothwell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so can you tell me, how'd you, I don't think I've heard this story, like how you ended up with Dr. Rothwell in the integrative medicine focus? Well, I started out, um, I worked at uh, OU Medical Center and the ICU, and over at ICUS, which is the trenches for sure. And, it's the uh, trenches for it, sure. I got to see a lot of really interesting uh, pathology and a lot of, uh, learned a lot, and it was fierce, 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 fierce. Um, but there was a time, there came to, there came to a point that it, I, needed, I needed something else. 
And uh, I just felt like there was something more, maybe something that was missing or maybe something that that type of uh, service that we were offering, I needed more. So uh, crazy enough, the universe provided and um, I had met a uh, partner of Dr. Rothwell's that had out of the blue just was like, hey, uh, have you ever thought about doing functional medicine? And my first question was, well, how many people do you code a week? (laughs) She she kind of goes, none like that. And I was like, I'm in. I can learn anything, you know? (laughs) Hey, just hit them with (laughs) it straight. Well, I just, I need to know. So, uh, and then it just, you know, and trust me, the person that I was that when I started is a very different, radically different person than I am today. And that's strictly just from experience, knowledge, continuing education, hands-on, helping people with Parkinson's, autoimmune, diabetes, cancer, um, Lyme disease, uh, people who are so outside of the box that they have just suffered for a long time. I mean, it's just, it's been an evolution. Hmm. Whenever you started in the field of nursing, way back when, Mm -hmm. you know, was it, were you... Were you an open-minded person at that point, too, to where it was just... Because to make it into integrative medicine, mm-hmm. there usually has to be something that kind of springs that door open. Well, you know, I grew up... I was a child of the 70s, and my mother um, always took supplements. And she didn't necessarily eat the best, but she took handfuls of supplements and stuff. So anything in the world... My mom th- thought that you could cure all ills with probiotics, and uh, which... She was, which was an incredibly insightful uh, 45 years out. Was that like a witch oil or, you know, whatever it's called at that point? Snake oil. Yeah. Like not necessarily. There was a big movement uh, for, I mean, if you think about where the sixties were, people were eating natural. Now the industrialization of food, I mean, there was canned food and everything like that, but GMOs weren't on the table, Mm -hmm. Uh, but people were, you know, and that was also back when Jane Fonda was working out, uh, that whole thing had started, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like it was about physical health, not so much about good nutrition, but about moving, Mm -hmm. getting your body working and having, you know, that kind of thing. And and that physical fitness mentality, that wellness Mm -hmm. mentality really started. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there were, you know, I can remember when I was a little kid and there were diet candy chewies that women were popping like M&Ms, you know, (laughs) that now we were just talking about at the clinic the other day. And I was like, remember those? Of course, the young people don't. But uh, it's just it's just interesting. our evolution as a society, mm-hmm. even where we were, you know, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, and then where we are today, because science is really moving forward rapidly. Mm-hmm. And people are, bu- I'm not gonna say buying it, but picking up on it. Absolutely. Well, we have the internet. We're challenging it. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. thinking, thankfully, people are uh, beginning to think for themselves and find and become their own health advocate and mm-hmm. then drive their own health care. Like, and ultimately, I, you know, in what I do, I can, every time I get a newbie, a newbie, uh, we I have have that talk, that conversation with them about how they can't sit down and ride the bus. Like you have to build your own healthcare team, mm-hmm. you know, and use the talents and the and the tools that each of us have to offer. And we all have certain tools that we bring to the table. We all have stu- science that we study. We all have things that we pick on pick up on or that mm-hmm. are, that really we latch on to as a truth or a truth right now based on the science mm-hmm. that's given to us right now. Uh, and then uh, with other science that's kind of weaves into it to be able to help a whole wellness or whole body mm-hmm. tactic, mm-hmm. you know? And that's yeah. and then if you've got specifics, like um, if you have Parkinson's, if you have uh, um, 
type 1 diabetes, if you have uh, Lyme disease, like everything is catered to that inflammatory process that we need to involve <clears throat> diet mm-hmm. first and foremost. You you are never without the power to impact your own health by your nutritional load. Mm-hmm. By, Straight up. Right period. Now. It's the like truth. Tomorrow. Yeah. Bottom you can feel line. the difference. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's your investment um, on a daily uh, level that you do for your short and your long term wellness. And, and not only that, but your 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 brain health, mm-hmm. your gut health. Mm-hmm. You know, and, that, and especially people, you know, which that science is just moving forward. Uh, or that we're, we're learning more. And we, you know, I first, we first started hearing about it about four or five years ago about, you know, the gut-brain uh, mm-hmm. axis, yeah, yeah. Yep. how they communicate. And they do. I mean, and then, and the, this is the other thing that I have to tell my patients is that no body system is an island. They all talk to each other because they all need something from one another. Mm. Now, it yeah. may not be direct, but one thing affects, it's a chain reaction a lot of times due to inflammation. Like the body can tolerate a lot of stuff for a long time, but there comes a point that it just gets too tired. The, mm. the fire is too high. And then, it just, and then people are shocked because suddenly what was isn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And then they get, some, they get willing with how uncomfortable it is. And that's why it's so important to be proactive, mm-hmm. to really think about that nutritional load, the nutritional value of what you're eating, the water that you're drinking. Not, mm-hmm. not food-like items, not water-like items, <laughs> but the real deal. You the know real what deal. I mean? You know? and, the, and, yeah. and the earth provides those things for you, you know, if you're mindful. You know? And that's the, the, the real focus of integrative medicine, mm-hmm. I think, that's fascinating, mm-hmm. is that it's, it's this... And, and it's really a demand that's being met by providers because patients are demanding it. Absolutely. Um, but it's it's like, you know, most of the time we go to the doctor because we have an earache. Right. And it starts. But you go to an integrative medicine physician. Right. Um, or just a clinic in general to, like, to get understanding, to meet the foundations to where you don't have an acute element that even shows up. Right. Right. And which is kind of against the way that we run Western healthcare. Exactly. Um, and so it's it's fascinating. It's like you're but being fun. proactive. You're, totally, you're, yeah, you're like, yes. I want to, mm-hmm. Yeah. And not even preventative. No. It's more like, you know, the absence of disease isn't health. And so health is like living vibrantly, right? Mm -hmm. And having a lot Mm -hmm. of joy. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like a fixing a broken bone. Absolutely. You know, just because you don't have a broken bone doesn't mean you're healthy. Exactly. Yeah, very interesting. But Mm -hmm. I had a blast with you guys over there at the clinic. I was, I think I was there for the whole month of October and I got to know the, the team um, I miss everybody. It was probably um, the the timing of that rotation was perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was out of the hospital, got to enjoy some space inside the clinic, mm-hmm. um, and kind of just get to explore things from a different angle. Well, it was crazy. It was on, a lot of fun. I mean, and what was that? Four years out when we first met. You know, yeah. Yeah, the first time that Amber and I, yeah. uh, that Amber introduced you and I, Over and I had, you know, told Dr. Rothwell repeatedly, you know, I want, he, you know, and he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, now uh, everybody was so heartbroken that Ryan had finished up his four weeks and went away that they all, uh, uh, they're always like, well, you know, when Dr. Rothwell retires, we'll just work for Ryan. <laughs> they're all fans. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. oh man, we need to send some more fourth years over there. Mm-hmm. Plenty, yeah. plenty we get more some people, yeah. but we, we open some doorways in the house. for people. There's some consciousness yeah. anyway. They drink the Fight Master Kool Aid. They did. You do how? Because you know, you guys have helped me, you know, push down this path mm-hmm. to be able to just look at health in a different angle. Right? Do you see um, other medical students yeah, where it I mean, clicks and they're absolutely. like, "Absolutely, you guys yeah. are onto something." Well, I just you know, it's like I tell Doctor Rothwell, you know, we're just you know, we're just here to plant seeds. You know, we need to plant seeds of awareness in people so that, that it sparks, 
you know, subconscious uh, attachment to something, and then suddenly, like, they'll find themselves in their practice that something will happen that will present, and then, boom, they can, they can, it'll come to the forefront. You know, and then they'll be like, that's what they were talking about. And that's mm-hmm. what it really is, is that, you know, to help other people. We all want to help each other. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's med students or, or, or patients or fellow workers. Is that we really we really do want to get everybody feeling as good as they can and having a great life, the kind of life that they want to have mm. physically. Think about how much happier everyone would be if they felt better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the whole package there, too. Well, and it just goes, you know, and a lot of it has to do, which we see, is that because of that gut-brain axis and that biome, when it gets out of balance... It changes your brain activity and it mm-hmm. makes it really excitatory. And then you, your, your your fuses get shorter. I mean, it changes the synapse. It's interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and so a lot of times if we can correct the belly, you know, get that biome, you know, get that biome reestablished, seal the gut if you've got permeable gut, the brain chemistry turns down its excitatory activity and things come back to more homeostasis. And right. that's, and not only that, just the biome, but then how your nutrition's important in it. I mean, it, and that's for everyone, no matter what you have, mm. you know, it's just proactive. Because the biome is literally determined by what you eat. I it, mean, over time, it's been built based on what you eat. And well, you can obviously change it. You can obviously change it, right? Based on the probiotics that you consume. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're, if you're eating mainly fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, and organic primarily. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's going to be much different. Well, in your biome. As compared to me in college when I was eating like cheese pizza. Right. You know, right. every day. You can damage your yeah. gut biome. Yeah. For that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's really the start of the biome. Well, no. You know? you're, in, in, a you're, way, no in a way. No. Well, you're to some well, degree. To the, but. Let's, let's track it all the way back. Let's go all the way back. <laughs> well, your your biome actually starts uh, when, um, well, you get some from your mom when, when you're in development in that phase, but you really pick up the bulk of your biome when you go through a vaginal birth. Mm-hmm. So uh, We're already going into that. We're starting off with vaginal birth. We, we were going to plug you. this in at some point. We were t- right off the bat. Vaginal birth. Here we go. So vaginal birth is really minutes important. In. I know. That's good. I think it's pretty good. Over under was 16, so <laughs> we, we went under. And then also, like, there's been some scientific data on... Explain uh, that, the importance of it. Well, when you come... There's bacteria that lives inside the vaginal vault that Mm -hmm. you pick up. So when you're compressed, when you go through the vaginal vault, there's uh, the biome that's within it. So you could... Let's say that there's a mucus. Like, Mm -hmm. my fingers are in the air. It's a mucus in a biome. That the body's compressed. And then when you come through it, you pick it up. Not only are you covered in it from head to toe, but you breathe it in. It goes through mm-hmm. your ears, your eyes, and then your own, you know, in your own rectum and your own, mm-hmm. so that that saturates the skin right there. And then you pick up biome from breast milk mm-hmm. and also skin to skin contact with your mother. That's why it's really important. You know, which I mean, it's not the end of the world. I mean, there's some midwives and some doctors that are actually on board that if you do have to have a C-section, that they actually skim the inside of the vagina and they'll actually wipe the baby down with it and do right. oral and mm-hmm. all that, which actually gives them a leg up. So mm-hmm. the concern is uh, with some of the data is that if you have a C-section and then you don't breastfeed and you give, you know, most baby formula is soy-based and it's not organic, so it's genetically modified. Mm-hmm. So any of the biome that's really present, uh, there's some data that shows that GMO can damage the your own natural biome. So, and that's, you know, there's something that can... Um, you know, which the last podcast that I talked about, there was that uh, document from UCAL, uh, UCAL Berkeley, I think is where it was, where um, they were actually seeing that if with um, probiotics and a good gut biome that you could actually offset type 1 mm. diabetes from being initiated. Mm. 
So that that was pretty, you know. I mean, that's to me, that's pretty significant. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah, the, the gut is highly yeah. implicated mm-hmm. in the development of type one. I mean, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's there. It's the major player. One even, you know, you see people that have like one. Here's what's crazy is that the rise of Parkinson's neurological disorders and stuff from even our aged community who started eating so much processed food, and that they're being, and even some a large majority of them um, potentially could be misdiagnosed as other diagnoses just because it's this. It checks all the boxes of Parkinson's, and then it, or, and and that's what they call it, but that's not necessarily what it is. Do you think it's also in that that time period because of the, because I work with all individuals over the age of fifty, and we have Parkinson's groups. I mean, there's right. quite a few people. Is that the introduction of like the diet years where everything was fat free? Exactly. Yep. So they're plugging it with all kinds of other stuff to right. make it taste better. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they take something that is a whole nutrient and they disassemble it, they Mm -hmm. pulverize it, disassemble it, bring in chemical agents to rebuild it, reestablish Mm -hmm. it, and then form it back into a food-like item. You know, and the thing was, was that I think Eisenhower had had a heart attack, Mm -hmm. and that's when that's when they came up. um, That's when margarine hit the scene. But you know, they had made margarine to feed turkeys, uh, to fatten them up. Yeah, and then they were falling (laughs) over dead. You know, and then suddenly it found its way and. Uh, American grocery stores. Well, and there was a whole thing, and I won't go into this. There's a documentary about the sugar industry versus um, the dairy industry, mm-hmm. and how uh, how that all played out. Right. So that was a big a big component there. Right. All the theories, the conspiracy theories. And it's and like we were kind of talking about a little bit before the show. Mm-hmm. It's there's so many factors involved in uh, the pathology here, uh, but vitamin D. Mm-hmm. is also implicated and it's not necessarily like hey vitamin d is causation for these diseases like parkinson's like the Alzheimer's. lack thereof are you um, saying like a deficiency or well too much well i'm saying that in in those diseases it's and even with type 1 diabetes it's seen that more often that or it, it seems implicated that vitamin d is usually low yeah um or vitamin d deficiency is seen more in those populations mm-hmm. of people and it's, it's actually- not like it's causative it's just yeah. we're trying to find out whether or not like the disease causes the vitamin D, yeah, right. or vitamin D causes the disease. And so it's well, very interesting because we know that vitamin D is just so neuroprotective and it's related to the gut. Absolutely. And so, yeah, it's just fascinating. Well, D and immune, D, vitamin D levels in, in immune function. Like an average mm. doc yep. or a traditional doc would want you to stay, as long as you're somewhere near 50, he's fine. Right, because know? then you get all the bone protection. That's right. And then you don't It's all about good. It. Yeah. yeah. And then now the science that uh, we've gotten to listen to from some pretty great brains uh, in the science field, and even Dr. Rothwell, you know, we try to keep our patients between 60 and 80. The closer to 80, we can keep you, your, your brain chemistry is like societatory, you're calmer, uh, you've got more energy, you're more disease resistant. And it's they say that those elements are um, are those uh, that ratio, that 60 to 80 is that I actually can inhibit le- cancer development. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. People with higher vitamin D levels have lower rates of prostate, <laughs> colon cancer. Right. And they're happy. Things, they're yeah. happier. You mm-hmm. know, you just feel you have a better you know good. so recommendation there, because I went to the flour well, I can't say it. Flourish. Flourish pharmaceuticals here and was actually in Edmond, just north of Oklahoma City. And they did a couple of tests and I just had some blood work done for my endocrinologist. And he was like, I want to see the gentleman at Flourish. Keith um, Bishop. Keith Bishop said, I would like to see your your D levels. He wanted to see a couple of things and I was so vitamin D deficient. What were you? I don't remember, but I could pull it up actually. I have come up with that it was so now I take a huge supplement. What are you taking? Five or are you taking ten? Ten. Mm-hmm. Ten at night. Right. With my probiotic. Right. And um, ten thousand international units. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. can I can tell you when I started taking that, it made such a world of yeah, difference. Yeah, it does. It absolutely does. Yeah, and I'll take. I even I even have uh, orthomolecular makes a fifty thousand unit dosage. 
Hmm. Yeah, that you can take. Can you take too much of it? Oh, you can get you can have too much D, absolutely. But that's why you need to get those labs checked every three to six months. If you especially if you're taking ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Now most people take a, a maintenance dose of five thousand every day, you know. And but if you're taking ten thousand, you definitely need to get that lab value checked every three to six months because you can you can develop a toxicity. Yeah, toxicity mm. is possible. Yeah. It's just With important anything. to be aware of the yes, lab value. Absolutely. Yes. And once again, be proactive. Mm-hmm. Don't just sit back and think it's all good until, you know, things aren't good anymore. And I was like, things, you know, you don't want to tempt fate. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and that's something that comes up all the time for us with type 1 1 diabetes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's just being proactive and tempting faith on occasion. Yeah. Happy to be alive. Yeah. Going to the eye doctor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, Just all these things. It's it's important to stay there. Continue to get an A1C at least once a year, Mm -hmm. hopefully twice, maybe three times. Just depends on where you're at. Well, I have to say, and not on a pity body, because I'm so thankful that I have medical insurance again. And it's a small package. But when you look at the list of doctors that I see regularly, mm-hmm. annually, I have five specialists. Nobody likes that. You know what I mean? Where the average person who could pay a minimal, de- whatever, they're, you know, they only go to the doctor if they're sick. Mm-hmm. Like, you lucky bastards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, what's crazy is how many people come in the clinic. Like, I had a, had a gentleman come in today who's... 75, been pretty healthy, uh, been very proactive about his health for the most part, um, as a common, as a regular, regular guy, mm-hmm. you know, like taking some fish oil, taking some D, um, uh, and that developed a type of, at almost 80, developed a type of sinus cancer, and he just feels that all was lost, like mm-hmm. it was worth nothing, and I'm like, absolutely not. I was like, people find themselves in your situation at 40 at mm-hmm. 45 at 50. Oh, and I was like, if you've been, you have been chopping down trees and driving a tractor oh, and, right. uh, and, and like a normal person until the last six months. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that's success. Yeah. You know, and he's fine now, you know, I mean, I, not, well, I mean, he's gone through chemotherapy and he's in total metabolic remission and mm-hmm. everything, you know, but he's still, he's kind of despondent. And I'm like, no, keep on keeping on fight the good fight. You know, we can't, we, you can't, Throw the baby out with the bathwater just because you don't have the perfect score. I'd say that I'd say that's pretty good. Very uh, yeah. good. Yeah. Well, let me ask you just since it's been um, what do we say two years ago since you were on the show? Is it two? Yeah, almost three, maybe. It doesn't matter. What do you think you've learned about gut health since then? Because with all the, I mean, that might be too big of a statement, but because it was a big feature during our last show, mm-hmm. I mean, we focused on the biome. We talked about its connection, but mm-hmm. there's there's more that's come out. Well, yeah. it's just, or, or, or it's, okay. I'm sure the practices evolved too at wellness oh, and longevity absolutely. too. So we do a lot more gut biome testing. That's a good baseline to have. Uh, How was that done? We do a stool sample test that you send off on your, we give it to you to take home. Uh, it is not covered by insurance. You will have to pay. It's two, I think it's $208, mm-hmm. but it's good to get your baseline gut biome. We also do a test that's called a U.S. biotech. That's a inflammatory marker test uh, for um, food uh, oh, is it not an allergy test, right. but just to look at what you're, if anything's inflammatory that you're e- that you're eating, and what those two things are are um, they're used to kind of data collection to see kind of a baseline for where your gut's at, so mm-hmm. that if we those because there's things that that can show us on those lab results that maybe you do maybe there's some things that are working against you maybe you do have permeable belly maybe we need to maybe we need to heal the gut you know and then then they'll start to see like if you've got IBS symptoms maybe it's not just mm-hmm. IBS is just this broad term of things are kind of funky things mm-hmm. aren't working out you know it's not you like know, you're pooping too much and or not pooping whatever enough. bloating Both. burning gas mm-hmm. uh your you, your stools all over the place like it could be fluffy <laughs> it could be white i mean i'm in medicine you talk about poop um 
But I mean, it's just a bunch of things. It's discom- Usually they come in for discomfort. You know what I mean? So yeah. then, you know, bloating, burning, gas. Uh, Horrible. And then that way, because that way we can see and not just put you on steroids or give you medication and right. go, well, you've got IBS and it has to be maintained forever. You mm-hmm. know, we want to actually look at the root cause of it and see if we can fix it. Yep. You know? And I mean, and I would, I that's my goal. I mean, and that, that's really where I'm at today. I think the bottom line for me is that I would like whatever you have to be corrected. So Do, that you can, can you go say that though? With, with, I mean, like, that's a high goal. Yeah, it is a high goal. But if we, it's good to set a high goal and try to reach that point. I, we may not 100% correct every person, mm-hmm. but we can darn sure get close to there. Right, and it's the intention behind it. The intention when you walk into the clinic is to find the root. Yes. And to be able to fix the root cause. Right. And if you don't find the root, then like, great, at least we learned well, some more than we did before. Right. And then and you continue down the path. And, mm-hmm. and then here's the other See thing. how the body changes over time. Because right. the body will be different in a year. It, yes, it can. Yeah. And then how your diet plays into it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it goes back to that thing, too, about the tools that we have to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, our clinic, we have a certain toolbox that we bring to, that we bring to work every day. All of us, all of us do. And there are people that come to see us, and they're so outside of the box. And we uh, we do every we pull out every tool that we have for them, and we get them and we get them better. And there can come a point that they need help beyond where we are. But we've used all our tools, and that's where I come in, and I have a conversation, and I'm like, we need to refer you to some to this doctor for this specific specialty. And that's usually we have to send them out of state because there's not a lot of functional medicine mm-hmm. people here, you know. But luckily, more are coming, more more are getting interested, and there are people here mm-hmm. that are willing to provide their service, and they're very passionate about what they're doing. So that's it. I think that's it. Instead of just keeping people on a maintenance program, mm-hmm. when we see the possibility for someone to actually take them further in their health path. Mm-hmm. That's, that's part of our job. And the clinic's been in the integrative scene long enough oh. that you know the routes to send people on. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. with having, you know, Meredith on board, a GI specialist, a right. PA, and she's really networked in mm-hmm. that scene. So she can she can point people in well, different she's, directions. You know, well, you got Jill Carnahan and um, Dur- uh, uh, Boulder, Colorado, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got... Um, Dr. John Forsyth in Reno, who does IPT, like insulin potentiated therapy for cancer patients, you know. But I mean, there's just some really great brains in America that do a lot of research, you know, and, and like Institute of Functional Medicine, which is IFM. And then you've got A4M, which, you know, those are doctors that that are on those teams that we can we can access for data and refer people to nationwide. Okay. Does somebody need a referral to be able to come and see you guys? No. Okay. Yeah, it's basically like establishing care with the primary care physician. Right. That process. Right. Yep. It just, right. yeah, I think, yeah, that's that's. Now, keep in mind, too, that when you, when you come back to my area of the clinic, which is the IV room, the mm-hmm. supplement room, you know, where we talk about nutrition, um, there is no insurance that covers what I do. So that's a strictly out-of-pocket item. Now, when you see Dr. Rothwell as a doctor or Meredith mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things like that, then you're, and then we do any lab work out there, traditional labs, that would be covered by insurance, but not a... Uh, Have you guys thought about finding that? Like lobbying for that, I mean, not you in in particular, in particular, but maybe the. That's it, it's incredible, but I not no, no. But it would be nice. But oh, you know, medicine changes state by state. Sure. So that's the other thing, and that's one of the one of the like I have patients that come to see, for the IVs that we offer in the clinic. Uh, we offer glutathione, poly MVA, uh, high dose vitamin C, uh, and a Myers cocktail, which is like a just a vitamin nutrient, you know, IV. Um, 
we those are IVs that are done in different clinics around the nation. But like if we have some people that see like have cancer or autoimmune mm-hmm. or something that they'll see a doctor in Boulder or Denver, and then one Dr. Katsan is down in Arlington where they can go down and do that. Pre- see them for certain things that we're not allowed to do that's not legal to do in the state of Oklahoma. Then mm-hmm. they can come back and then we can they can be at home instead of having to be out of at a different town, city yeah, for six sure. months at a time where they can come home and get, I can give them the IVs and then we're in communication with them. So they, people, a lot of times people use this as an adjunct mm. with whatever program they're cultivating for their health. Mm-hmm. And you all are open. Oh, absolutely. To being the adjunct. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. here to help any way that we can. Yeah. So. All right. So I think I can speak for, for Amber and I both here. Mm, that's risky. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in this one. We both look at you, Tanya, as like one of the wellness warrior types of people that we see who really you can just look at and say like, you know, should I, you know, should I eat like that, that like extra serving and dessert or should I, like what would, question. like what would Tanya, what would Tanya do here? She would probably make a smoothie, you know? And, and I think about that, but so I'm just curious for you because there's a lot of people with type one diabetes out there mm-hmm. who are at a new year or a couple weeks into the new year, especially by the time this podcast launches. And for anybody that is still, you know, trying to figure out how to launch a new year and get a new foundation mm-hmm. going. Like, what are the the wellness basics that you always come back to when you're trying to like recenter your own health? First thing I tell people to start at a, just your your baseline is to look at what foods you are eating and the foods that you're not eating, mm-hmm. and then to look at how much at both at both and what you should be eating. And no judgment, no shame. You know, not, not shoulda, coulda, woulda. Start new. This mm-hmm. is where I am right now. And just take an inventory of what you're what you're eating, what you're not eating, um, and then. Um, and we've talked about this: fresh or frozen, over canned. Mm-hmm. Fresh or frozen. If you you know, produce needs to represent about eighty five percent of your diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, organic, if you can afford it, or you know, pick you know, pick your battle on what if you you know, with what. I want to ask you one quick question on that, just because I would struggle with. No offense to this company, but going to Walmart and buying their organic, mm-hmm. even though everybody says that it's all the same and blah, blah, blah. Right. What are your thoughts on that? Is there, I don't know that you can speak to it really, but. that That's more of a political uh, answer for me because I. Um, Hate the man? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, just, it, I just, you know, your money's your vote. Yeah. And yeah. I try to, uh, it's, and I have to say that I do begrudge myself when I do go to Walmart, you know, I, mm-hmm. and it's not. Those people have a have developed a, an incredible global business. I'm glad that they do offer organic, but you know, right. and then I feel like a total snob that I will only go to a single, you know, this grocery store for this brand. Well, and it's like what's going right. on? Well, here's the crazy thing: like, I won't. I try not to go to Walmart if I don't have to, uh, but I will. I go to Natural Grocers is my number one. Spr- mm-hmm. You know, Sprouts is kind of a is a good intro for people who have been shopping at Walmart mm-hmm, or Crest mm-hmm. and that's because it's not a health food store it's a grocery store mm-hmm. you know it's the same thing at Whole Foods I mean Whole Foods is good they've got organic yes but there's genetically modified stuff in there mm-hmm. you know you just have to be you have to begin to slowly educate yourself do not manhandle yourself and think you're going to know everything start <laughs> read, reading labels and just you know if you find a food blog on Facebook or a one that on Instagram that you like like it mm-hmm. so that you can get little, you know, bullets. Oh, tickets, right. Jill Carnahan, uh, flatironfunctionalmedicine.com uh, out of Boulder that, um, you know, she's probably one of the premier uh, functional medicine gut biome. Uh, you know, she cured herself of Crohn's disease. I mean, that's incredible. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and we, we talked to her from our clinic. Meredith, Meredith and her have constant dialogue, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, 
But, you know, going back to something you said, too, and we get, you know, we start to get picky and we start to think about this stuff so much. And we think like, oh, well, you know, if we're not eating GMO or if I can't get it organic or if it's not local or um, if it's not, you know, like made in a place that does things ecologically smart. Like if this right. isn't palm oil, yeah. that is, you know, yeah. it, there's like all these thoughts. But at the end of the at the end of the day, the evidence supports good health outcomes for people that just eat fruits and vegetables, no matter the word, right. the sources. And so obviously there's degrees of choice. Right. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. if, you, if can, you can't get organic, it, it's not an excuse to just go grab a double cheeseburger. No, right. absolutely Any fruits not. and vegetables are absolutely. okay. You know, <laughs> and, pay attention so, yeah. to your beans. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you can eat beans, you know, I had come across an article that some people, when they transition to eating more beans, um, that their body kind of has to adjust to it. And the thing is to start very small and then slowly turn it up. And then the other thing that I would tell you about the foods that you are, that you are, you're not, or what you're drinking is diversity. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's you, tough sometimes because mm-hmm. you get stuck in a rut. I mean, especially for people with type one diabetes. Yes. Right. Because you know, the, <laughs> the value, hopefully. Yeah. Well, and what it is, is, is that if you think about the nutritional value of what you're eating, and then here's the other part of it, the medicinal value mm-hmm. of what you're mm-hmm. eating. That's a whole nother paradigm to bring in. Because if you keep eating the same five things over and over and over, you hand your body the same plate with the same nutrients every day. And you know mm. that your body needs a variation of nutrients. So if I'm eating a breakfast well, smoothie every morning. You and change I'm, it up. Well, I mean, so I go between like five or six, shut up, Ryan, <laughs> five or six different fruits. And then I do the full fat yogurt, water, chia seeds. What got Can't any purchase. greens in there? Any I don't in there? put any greens. Got greens? Well, Green it up. I mean, that, that sounds like an incredibly healthy smoothie. Well, here's I mean, that's you got. There's some good yeah. diversity in there. Right. I think we're talking about too. Like, if you if your go to snack is always an apple, and you've been eating an apple, the same kind of apple every day for the last five mm-hmm. years, it's probably time to do right. a different snack. Right. It's like, well, you, even, got, like, you got a crazy good smoothie right, right. there. That sounds awesome. Well, there's yeah. some people that they'll add, you know, like collagen protein, or they'll add two oh, eggs, yeah. two mm-hmm. pastured eggs, or you know, which. That's I now eat eggs later in the day, like right. around 9 a.m. So right. I have bring in my protein later. That's beside right. the point. But but the other, you know, the other thing is just that, you people know, make fun of me at work. You know, well, they're, they're like, are you eating breakfast power. again? I was like, this is set breakfast number two. Yeah. I got my fruits in. If yeah. you're doing things like everybody else, you're doing something wrong. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow. Okay, so keep going. So don't eat the same thing. Just some diversity, you know. And I'm not saying you have to change it up every day, but just mix it up. Try every time that you go get groceries every week or a couple times a week. Try to try to pick something else out. Yeah, but you know what's the challenge? You think about that. I'm with you, and I want. I'm trying, but then you've got to figure out how you're freaking going to prepare it. Okay, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell everybody. YouTube. You can learn how to do anything on YouTube, girl. I learned how to fish. I fixed my dishwasher in ten minutes the other day. Come on now, that's uh, that's great. Yeah, I'm telling you, I was I was shocked, mm-hmm. but yet it happened. It was saved yourself a hundred, two hundred yeah. bucks. I have cooking channels that I like. I've got food bloggers that are on there. You can type in low glycemic smoothie breakfast recipes. You can do stir fry. You know, and then there's so many fun people out there that if you subscribe on the screen, there's a little red subscribe button that if you just click on it, every It'll time they post you. a video, that comes to your email, and then when oh. you're you know, when then, you yeah, I know the longer morning, work. You your computer. Yeah. Come on now. You know you're going to pull up that Works email. overrated. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let's keep it, yeah, to simple, like, single bachelor advice, like mm-hmm. how I would do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like eating basically the same thing every night, but just rotating whatever vegetable out it is that you happen yeah. to steam that night. Right. Yeah. It's like one night, it's broccoli, then it's bok choy, mm-hmm. then it's spinach. Cauliflower. Then it's cauliflower, Brussels whatever, sprouts. and you just keep rotating. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not like 
every night. Oh. But have like two go-to vegetables a week and just switch those to the next yeah. week. And yeah, it's totally fine. And yeah. the other thing that I really want to talk about, which this we went to a, um, to A4M Symposium in Vegas, uh, I think a week before Christmas, and, um, and I've said this for years to people, is the medicinal value of spices and herbs mm-hmm. and what they offer you. Yeah, we were just talking about uh, that, right? Absolutely. Night, yeah. Like, and it's crazy because you and I talked about cinnamon. You know, and cinnamon full on lowers insulin resistance. Straight up. Yeah, Straight but up. you know that that's kind of a real joke in the diabetes community because everybody's like, "Oh, eat cinnamon, cure diabetes." Well, it's not just cinnamon, and it's not a cure. Everything is a is a deposit into your health bank. Mm. Right. One thing there right. there is not a magic button anywhere for anyone. It's all it's little deposits. Every Could day. you take a cinnamon capsule? Yeah, but you, yeah, you just have to figure. You, you know, there are toxicity levels uh, that just. But a cinnamon capsule, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So. I love cinnamon, and I have had a lifelong relationship. We love each other. Uh, <laughs> cumin is another one that's absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, and cinnamon, outside of just the blood sugar effects, mm-hmm. like, in, and it gets all of its praise for type two people mm-hmm. with type two mm-hmm. diabetes mm-hmm. who can actually take cinnamon like the night before, yeah, a fasting blood sugar test and actually artificially lower their blood That's sugar right. temporarily because of cinnamon. That's right. Um, no it, cheating, th- people. Those, no those cheating. effects, those effects for people with type one are mm-hmm. just a little bit different because you know mm-hmm. people with type two still have a little bit of insulin in the mm-hmm. system, so it's just a, a little bit different. Right. Um, but still, it's, I think cinnamon. I might be wrong here, but I read once that cinnamon has like the highest antioxidant. Mm-hmm. Um, like pound for pound of any food in the world. Mm-hmm. But how are these? So that, yeah. I just think of cinnamon as you're sprinkling it on your buttery toast. No. I read I a study. It's like tea, it's, I think uh, I'm, I might overspeak and not say the right dose. So I'll look it up and put it in the show notes. No, I read yeah. a study where uh, they took a group of volunteers uh, that ate between one and six grams of cinnamon for 40 days. Uh, and just so that you know, one gram of uh, ground cinnamon is about half a teaspoon. Nice. And the researchers okay. found that at the end of that study, that the cinnamon cut cholesterol by 18% hmm. and blood sugar levels by 24%. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Yeah. Uh, on cumin, uh, it lowers blood cholesterol. And cumin's another spice that uh, I've loved all my life. It's uh, an amazing spice. It's just, well, and even here's uh, the here's the thing, and this is just a theory for me. And, you know, this is what because it seems true to me. But that the things that your body that you feel your body say yes to, like mm. yes, when you eat it, like yep. yum, it's awesome. I think my hunch tells me that's because your body uses it for immunity and it likes it because based on your own chemistry. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's a theory. Mm. But I, you know, I'm not talking about sugar. I'm not talking about bread. I'm talking about, you know what I mean? I was like, don't reach. Come on now. Coffee. Uh, exactly. No. Even though caffeine, yeah. caffeine in, in the right doses is not a bad deal. It can, you know yeah, what I mean? The, the yeah. evidence seems to support it. Right. But like cumin lowers blood cholesterol level and it has a very good effect on advanced glycination in products. Now that's pretty impressive. And that's important for us. Yes. Absolutely. Advanced glycation end products are That's what right. create diabetics that have leaky vessels, which right. creates all the micro mm-hmm. um, microvascular complications that are so common for us with you might even go into that next. Yeah. So. Retinopathy? Is that retinopathy, nephropathy? Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta get on this and, uh, then, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well and what's crazy is like black cumin, uh, black cumin seed helps fight cancer. You know, we give it in we give it an impl uh, no, we don't. Um there's a CBD oil, and CBD for uh, mm-hmm. for diabetics or anybody inflammatory doesn't matter. Parkinson's, cancer, you know, because diabetes is an inflammatory disease, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we want to turn down inflammation. CBD does that, you know. Like we sell a, a curcuminoid, and that's another supplement that's really good. So on curcumin, uh, there was a study 
that they did uh, anywhere from 1,500 to 4 grams of curcumin a day on 240 people. Uh, they took it for nine months. Of the placebo, 16 point, uh, the placebo group, 16.4% uh, developed type 2 diabetes. Okay, mm. They were all insulin resistant. Okay. And um, 0% of the curcumin uh, pod developed type 2. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. So I mean, these, in, are, these are like battle tested, right? Um, supplements here. I mean, right. not not even so. These are just spices. I mean, right. it's battle mm-hmm. tested. Been right. around a part of Ayurvedic medicine. I mean, yeah, from as far back as data goes. You mm. know what I mean? On mm. that, you and know. curcumin um, comes from turmeric. It does. Correct? Yeah, yep. it does. But it is the it's the essence of what turmeric is. Turmeric's all is good in your diet. You know, like they, they you know, a lot of people drink that. What is it? The coconut milk, uh, ginger curcumin, or oh, yeah, uh, turmeric tea, golden milk. Yeah, like mm-hmm. right before you go to bed. And that's you know that can affect your blood sugar and all that other thing in a good way. But you have. But what data shows that, like Keith Bishop, the person that uh, Amber sees, uh, the pharmacist up in Edmond, the data that he reads um, or that he studies says that you've got to get to four grams or greater for it to cross the blood-brain barrier. Hmm. So, but we have patients that we have a product called Infligard that has fifteen hundred milligrams of curcuminoid. It's got fifteen hundred milligrams of boswellia, which is frankincense, and then it's got, uh, I think, four hundred milligrams of devil's claw in it. So mm. those three things link in together. They have more power together, and they actually actually pull inflammation down. Pull, you know. Or you know, for the average person it. who does not know anything about supplements, if somebody they're hearing frankincense and what was the other one, devil something or devil's claw, they're going to be like. This is which, <laughs> right? But it's not. But, but it's me, it's like you said, the Vedics. It's medicinal. Yeah. And things have herbs and spices have a medicinal value. Okay. And on the do. CBD oil, mm-hmm. do you? How do you take it? You can do CBD uh, by either. Like, there's a product that we sell at the clinic. It's made in Oklahoma. And it's called Ultra Cure with Hemp. Right, mm-hmm. which we all know that CBD is legal in all states. You mm-hmm. know, it is does not have psychoactive effects. It is not going to flag on a test. Um, so if you're in the medical field or anything, you can take it. It's safe, legal once again. Uh, but it's just it's an it's an you got the double whammy in that product because you've got curcuminoid and you've got CBD. Mm. So you've got yeah. you've got more power for the two of them connected to actually bring down inflammation. Because if you can turn down inflammation, you facilitate the body's immune function to get back to work on your immunity. When your body's inflamed, it turns away from immunity and it has to put out fire. Well, and the CBD oil too, when my dad you know, has went through all the cancer, he's still, he has neuropathy and right. his physical therapist recommended CBD oil. Absolutely. Not only to rub, but also as a drop. Mm-hmm. So he refused to do it, but whatever. Um, well, it's because they're just, you know, they're just they're he thinks it's snake i mean he's just right. like it's not a pill it was not prescribed. it would help him i know no. i know but maybe we should get him a bottle and you should take it over there <laughs> well i already have <laughs> i made my mom go with me to buy it she was like is this illegal <laughs> i was like mom this is not pot we're going to a vape shop that's right. recommended that <laughs> next time just call me i'll give you a bottle <laughs> uh and he, and he may and since i was there before he may he may he may, he may listen i may to have you. to do another drive-by give him a little talking to because <laughs> that's yeah yeah. Wear your best medical attire. Yeah. I, did I wear scrub the last time? I think you did because yeah. you changed, helped with one of his tubes. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll put it on. Um, the other thing is, is that I know that I had sent you some studies and some research that I know that you're going to post, mm-hmm. Amber, but uh, things like um, something I didn't know was like chamomile takes sugar out of your blood and stores it in the liver. Hmm. I didn't know that. Is that good or bad? Interesting. It's supposed to be a good thing. Oh, because your liver releases glucagon yeah. whenever your blood sugar is low, right? Hopefully. Yeah. 
then uh, dandelion tea is a good thing. It's a detoxer. Helps heal, heal, heal liver damage, lowers your blood pressure. You know, those mm-hmm. are things that not just for yeah, people that have insulin resistance mm-hmm. as well. Um, bitter melon, fenugreek, which also helps you with your belly. I know it's a, it helps you stabilize your stomach. Okra, super high in vitamin C, really good for you. Great okra. with some harissa. Roasted in the oven, I might oh say. Super good fiber and tasty, tasty. Aloe vera, really good. And I and we can't forget about garlic. Oh, the garlic. greatest thing on the planet. Oh. Yeah. So anyone any recipe that I see that calls for like two cloves of garlic, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> At least five. I just like six. <laughs> Turn it up. You know, come on. You know. So Oh yeah. Yeah. I ordered something at the Thai menu or off of a Thai place recently on a trip. Um, only because it had garlic in the name. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I don't even remember what else was in it, right. but it had garlic yeah. in it. It's awesome. And that's because your brain, because of the things that the things that you've learned, mm-hmm. that your even your subconscious mind thinks that's good for me. Mm-hmm. I should have that, even though you know it's going to taste good. But you yeah. know that it but has a medicinal value. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it's small changes like that. Like you know, that's what I tell people: don't manhandle yourself. Just slowly make decisions, mm-hmm. and then you'll assume or it'll just you'll acclimate to it, and then it'll just be. It won't be painful, mm-hmm. and then you'll you'll adapt to it, and you'll you'll take ownership of it because okay. you want to do it. Well, and the difference between because I know a lot of people, my mom in particular, I think it's my mom, my friend Allison, hate, absolutely hate anything that has garlic in it. Could they take the pill and get the same benefits? They could, but it could be. Uh, is it more of a flavor profile, or does it's it make a smell? Them- and oh. she, I mean, my mom in particular, there was somebody she used to work with that took a supplement, and he they reeked. reeked of garlic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is like, eesh. there's some good, good people there. Well, and here's the thing. I think it's attractive. If a man smells like garlic, I know, I'm like, I'm, I'm jumping on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm like, cause you know, he, he it's going to eat well. You, know, you got you to have someone you can eat with. People out there taking notes. Yeah. Make a it. note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm at a bar, somebody rolls up. They're like, you smell this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> it's delicious. Oh. You know? So let's let's pause for a second just to make a point too. I think about um, using supplements in general. Mm-hmm. Um, people always talk about you know the research component and the robust nature of um, some of the other diet. In in advocating for supplements over the use of the current medications you use, you know underneath your physician's guidance is not something we're talking about. No, right here. This is these are opportunities to help the core underlying foundation mm-hmm. right. of what's going on in your body, mm-hmm. and not necessarily in the direct one to one way that we look at insulin and how it lowers no. blood sugar. Yeah, this right. is in a different kind of way, and every human body is different, and research reflects that. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes patience is called for in these scenarios, mm-hmm. um, but these aren't golden bullets, right? Or um, yeah, these aren't magic bullets, right? Um, that we're talking about here, right. but these are opportunities, right? Over time, mm-hmm. it's not a pop one and everything changes kind of thing. No. Well, and I think we also, uh-huh. and going back to everything that we've talked about today, not take the man or anything, but when you're looking at organic foods and things like that, where you buy your supplements from, it's also very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It because is. they're, you know, you just, you, I know that the supplements that we have at the clinic are pharmaceutical grade. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So they actually have third-party testing uh, that they don't pay. Uh, yeah. Tablets, labs, orthomolecular, they don't pay labs with their money. They actually send it to a lab blind testing that the, the, the tech comes in and tests it with the criteria that they list that it does. Mm-hmm. And they, they and they run it through the test and either proves or disproves those claims. And then it's published in a medical journal. Nice. Yep. So, I mean, there's just, 
and the and what we do and when people bring me a product and um, and I never poo-poo anything because and I understand that budget's very important. Absolutely. So one of the things that I do with people is I try to tell them, especially depending on what they've got going on, and Dr. Rothwell will write them a list, and then I'll I'll look at what what they have. Um, and then we'll talk about budget, and then I'll, I'll, I will help them find products. Like if they can get, I'll just say get this one for me if that's what you can afford, because this is what we we need to target your your LDL, and this is mm-hmm. going to help bring that down. But you can get, and I'll go to Amazon, I'll go to natural mm-hmm. uh, grocers and pull stuff up online and go take a picture of that, take a picture of that, or mm-hmm. I'll email it to them and go just get that, and then and then we'll check it, we'll check their labs again in three to six months, and if they don't come down, then we need to tweak it again. Mm-hmm. So it's just a process, but. Part of what I do at my job is facilitate that patient so that we can get them well again. Mm-hmm. And compliance is the key with all things. Like, you know, it's like anything. You know, you just have to decide that you're going to do it. Yeah, and that intention mm-hmm. and the commitment to receive the gift of care and guidance from right. a provider, right. just being open and mm-hmm. ready mm-hmm. Um, is the the magic healing of medicine. That's why so many people go into it. Right. And that's why patients love some doctors and mm-hmm. don't ever feel a bond to others. Right. Yeah. Well, and especially if you know that you get you go in and you know that they're taking the time not only just to to sell you a product or mm-hmm. to give you medicine or a prescription is that they're actually invested in the fact that they want to get you well right, right. you know and that we can mm. you're not going to be a lifer hopefully right hopefully not i mean there's some you know if we can you know we just want to check on you make mm-hmm. sure you're okay and if we can't meet your needs then we'll try to refer you to somebody else you mm-hmm. know um, but it's an interesting um I know even for myself, I mean, the amount of supplements that I take and how they definitely have an impact on my on my headspace, my sleep, my uh, my engagement with other people. Mm. You know, my it's you know the quietness in my brain. You know what I mean? That just the, that I can actually I feel more present. You know, mm. I can tell when I don't take my phosphatidylserine. Right. And if I take yeah. it, it, and that's crazy because it impacts the synapse, mm. brain neurons. You know what I mean? So just just a supplement and. It's interesting. Which one is that? Phosphatidylserine. You know, but I mean, that's, you know, that's just something that with stuff that we, I've studied and Dr. Rothwell studied mm-hmm. and I was like, I've, I've been thinking about that and he's like, give it a try and it, diff- I mean, just a small one pill a day and I don't plan on not taking it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you were talking about how you could sense your body mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. in its relation to that. And I think that ability comes from, um, from my personal experience in giving attention to the foundations mm-hmm. of knowing that your diet's in a good spot, um, moving quite a bit, uh, being able to sleep well mm-hmm. um, and get consistent sleep yeah. and then have some kind of indication of what your mind's doing on a day-to-day basis and get those into a good place because then supplements can have an impact. But mm-hmm. if you're somebody who's sleeping like three hours a night mm-hmm. and just chase and tell basically all day, mm-hmm. then how, how can you really tell the mm-hmm. impact of things? Mm-hmm. Because your body's not in a place yet to really receive mm-hmm. any kind of wellness. Right. Um, so you kind of have to elevate the foundations first. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel well, the same way. It, yeah, you can. I mean, sometimes you not sleeling well and feeling mm-hmm. more nervous or having a shorter fuse is because your gut's out of whack, yeah, which, oh, yeah. which affects your yeah. brain chemistry. So you can you definitely know? get back to the foundations. Yes. Yeah. So what we can do is... If someone comes into the clinic that meet with Dr. Rothwell, um, we check their D levels first and foremost. You know, and then there's some supplements that we can we can talk about, like Cabernet Ultra PM. How about 400 milligrams of mag- magnesium glyconate or chelate at bedtime? <clears throat> yep. That's it relaxes the muscle tissue, uh, it calms down your central nervous system, it calms your brain, it helps you sleep better. Mm. I got to get back to that. Yeah, yeah it is some. a deal maker. Yep. I will never not take it. Be careful though. There are not. I mean. 
when all the magnesiums are in the waiting room, they kind of do the same things. Mm-hmm. But when you walk into their own rooms, there are specifics, like things that they bring to the table, like uh, gl- uh, magnesium aspartate. You really don't want to take that long term because it can become excitatory to the brain. So mm. be mindful that all mags are not the same. Mm. So, uh, but that glyconate and uh, the chelate are good. You know, to nice. start with, you know, if you have any issues with like, there are some people that are very sensitive sometimes that they can't take the 400 that we, you know, and if that happens, anytime I give someone samples or anything to try out and they, you know, I'm telling them if you have an issue, call me. Or what would be an in. issue? Because I think I had it with the Kool-Aid. Uh, loose bowel, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, you can, or um, that's really the, like IBS symptoms or whatever. So I'll have them call me and then, or they'll come in and then I'm like, okay, why don't we half it and then see. And then I've never had anyone who couldn't take a magnesium because there's some people that just do like an Epsom salt bath every night, but you got to stay in it for like 40 minutes. You know what I mean? So you can pull some in magnesium. Aren't opposed skin. To that. No, no I am not. If somebody wrote me a script but for that, every I'd night, be... every night, 40 minute bath. <laughs> yeah. It's a long bath. Yeah. Every night. So you know? nice yeah. though. It makes you a lot oh, happier. So nice. Yeah. God. Yeah. Uh. So the, I mean, tonight. there's you know there's you know yeah. well we're supposed to get an ice storm tonight I think so it might be might be a good idea really mm-hmm. ice storm mm-hmm. ice storm yeah ice Son of a bitch. ice <laughs> baby thank you yeah I'm excited mm-hmm. why I'm kidding ice around here is <laughs> not fun. ice is ice is that's the yeah yeah it's like our our winter um, nemesis yeah seriously yeah I just want to have I don't ice isn't such a bad deal I just don't want to lose power. I just don't want to have to commute. Well, maybe we'll have a snow day. <laughs> Ice day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so something else I want to touch on is the ability that you have an you have you have you have power to impact your health. Period. Mm. You are not the end result of your disease. Like mm-hmm. you have to stay with it or whatever. You always have the ability to change some things. You have power in your hands by their choices, by your supplements, by your mm-hmm. diet, your nutritional load, the water that you're drinking, uh, the exercise that you're doing, where's your headspace at, you know, where's your relationship with yourself. And are you, and the other thing is that depression, anxiety can impact your blood sugar. It can impact mm-hmm. your wellness. It can impact your stomach and your brain. It can impact everything. So the thing is, is that I want people to, I want people to always approach with whatever they're doing with a sense of kindness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be kind to yourself with this. Don't manhandle yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you can yeah. welcome, you know, just be open to some change, take small steps, embrace it a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. you know. It, it'll work, mm. you know. It'll 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 you'll set yourself up to be in a better place mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Well, I think that really touches on people with diabetes, and we've we've talked about this is that we give ourselves such a hard time. Mm-hmm. You know, there are days when things just don't work out, no matter how hard you try. So it's about the forgive yourself, or for, for, you know, forgive the situation, and just you're doing the best you can. Mm-hmm. And just you know, all of us, I think, especially where we are right now, um, I think that. People tend to we judge ourselves very harshly, and mm-hmm. we should we should approach ourselves with a sense of compassion, like we would have one of our good friends. And like, right. like it's just a process. Mm. It's a process to become a human being. It's a process to be healthy. It's a process how to learn. It's a process to be a student. It's a process to learn how to play tennis. I mm-hmm. mean, anything. So slow down, mm-hmm. take a breath. You can't do it all in one day, one month, one year. And think about the affirmations too. The I am's. Mm-hmm. I am healthy. I am safe. Right. I am, you know, whatever you want to set your intentions to, the more right. you say it, the more fuel you put into that mm-hmm. part of your life mm-hmm. instead of, oh, I didn't, I couldn't, or mm-hmm. 
whatever. I should have, could have, would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No better message this time of year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Start off 2018. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Well, Tanya, is there anything else you want to touch on for the diabetes community before we, I don't even know where we're at. This could be a two hour long episode. Oh, we're sitting, we're, we're sitting we're right okay. at about an under an hour. So okay, we're in right a good on, spot. Yeah. 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 Well, I will tell you this and some of the, some of the, um, research that I did, that diabetics have a markedly different biome than someone who's not. Um, I believe it. Uh, and even people that are lean versus people that are fluffy. pretty, pretty not just fluffy, but oh, wait. You know, I mean, when I was in nursing school, our formulation for obesity, which I don't know, Ryan, if yours is different, but if you were 20% over your ideal body weight, you were considered obese. Well, I'd be obese. True? I'd be obese. Is that still true or is that not true? Um, I can't speak to whether or not that's specific. Okay. Um, uh, all I see in my mind is the BMI scale. Okay. But I can pull that up real quick okay. and we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Well, because that 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 doesn't appear to be a large number when mm-hmm. you think about it. Right. Right. Is that where you were getting at? Right. That doesn't appear right. to be a huge number. Well, and then like because the thing is, is when you've got insulin resistance or you've got insulin sensitivity, mm-hmm. and then it flips into insulin resistance, and then it goes to metabolic syndrome, and then you start to be diabetic. You know what I mean? Right. It, it's a ladder. Boom, 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 boom. So mm-hmm. that's where that, which we had talked earlier about, you know, your diet, your supplements, you know, because your supplements can help turn down inflammation, you know, and then your diet turns down inflammation. It's all about trying to do what you can to keep your inflammatory process at a minimum mm. to the best of your capabilities. And you absolutely can impact that. And so many times, I think in our head, we, we think about like, um, you know, like if I've heard this said a lot by people with type two diabetes and people with type one, even is like, you know, you look at other people who are still eating just like, you know, yeah. and, and not doing very good things food wise and not moving, but they remain like skinny and they're fine and they're healthy. But the point being is that like that person could still get type two diabetes too. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, absolutely. And that person could still get type one. diabetes. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's yeah. many ways this yes. could go. And but, even then they may look healthy on the outside, but you don't know. But you don't know what's going on in the arteries no. and what's there. And again, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just yeah. a we only control our own mm-hmm. food. It's the best place to start. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is that what you can do when you start to have, um, when you start realizing that you've got insulin resistance and then you maybe got metabolic syndrome, is to keep your stress down mm-hmm. because stress shocks that gut brain axis. It's all vagus nerve, right? Um, and then it, can damage your gut biome as well. Stress, anxiety, negative self-talk mm-hmm. causes mm-hmm. inflammation. Yeah. So that's another thing. You know, mm-hmm. another thing on the table. Um, the oh, other, th- the yeah. other thing that I would tell you to do, and I know, and I've read some studies on it, and gotten a lecture on it a couple of times, and I, I tell this to people all the time, and I get some blowback. But I lived in a time where there was nothing antibacterial. Mm-hmm. I remember when they showed up. I remember thinking, why do we have to use this soap? Mm-hmm. We've had this soap. Bar soap. We, or just even, you know, pump soap, but right. it just wasn't antibacterial. Like, it was all about killing bacteria. Well, I got to sit through a pretty extreme uh, lecture from a really brilliant microbiologist who was telling me how to get anything antibacterial or micro, my, antimicrobial out of your house because it kills your gut biome. Mm. So you have to think about it goes back and it goes back to the organic thing. Organic is not about uh, better tasting food. It's mm-hmm. about lightening your chemical exposure, right? Because they are inflammatory. 
Yes. So let's. So it's the little things. So you can do things like Dr. Bonner's. You can, mm-hmm. There's all kinds of soaps out there that you can get seventh generation that doesn't that aren't antibacterial. You know, and they're still getting your stuff clean. Mm. Okay, you <laughs> yep. know what I mean. They are. I mean, These subtle choices matter right. in how it reflects on our biome, even whether or not you own a dog. <laughs> Is, is I a would agree. huge player mm-hmm. in your biome, and it's been proven mm-hmm. um, that having a dog um, affects your immunity. Affects your immunity in and, a good uh, or bad. Good. Uh, in a good way. Yeah. And kids have less respiratory illnesses mm-hmm. and ear infections if they, or you know, research has shown in some studies, um, and ear infections if it's a family that owns a dog. Yeah, that is so crazy. I'm gonna live forever at my house. <laughs> More germs, the better. <laughs> as long as it's not C diff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing. Um, is how you can help yourself is just uh, if you start to go into metabolic syndrome or if you've got um, insulin resistance, is to, to, first of all, that first step, help yourself. High fiber diet with, with complex carbs, you know, pay attention to the simple carbs, avoid processed food, dead food, sugars. Uh, and what we talked about the beans earlier, because all that stuff just affects your gut biome. You know, mm. it, it, it all does. It does. It, it, like I said before, no system is an island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all talking to each all other. All one. Mm-hmm. All one. And then, I yeah. mean, the stress over time to, uh, you know, your cortisol levels, your adrenals, affects your hormones, and affects your brain chemistry, stress levels rise, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just, I tell people, my new, I guess, not my new thing, over the <laughs> last year, I've noticed that I've, with myself and with other people, when I have friends that want to call and they need a few minutes to vent or something, and usually my first response is, I think we need to take a breath. Let's just take a breath for a minute. And let's think about what we need to do right now. Yeah. And we'll think about that other stuff later. So mm. oh. maybe that's my slogan for 2018. There it is. Mm. Yeah. Living more here. Yeah. 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 Trying. Yeah. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Well, it's, it's hard to, you know, especially if you've got a lot a lot of stuff going on, it's hard to quiet your mind, mm-hmm. you know, and try and be in the present. So, you know, and know that you're... I think a lot of us fear that. Right. What are we going to hear when we get to that point? When you quiet it and, mm-hmm. you know, you're not, it's not about chaos. you got to really look inside yourself. Mm-hmm. So, But that's where, when you look inside yourself, you try to use it. Mm-hmm. You try to take that moment and approach that with with. A sense of kindness, right, and not judgment, and not mm-hmm. harshness, and not man. Because you know, it was that. You know, I played sports growing up, where it was like bark, 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 bark. You know, my mom. There were six of us. My mom was like, bark, bark, bark. You know, with love. You know, so we tend to that inner voice gets that way, mm-hmm. and it's it's not really productive. I don't think Ryan has an inner voice like that. I think his is like super awesome. <laughs> There's oh, there could be the oh what judgment can rain really? It can, oh, it comes in for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is you it know, more about I should do that? I should have done it this way. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, my thought patterns harken into the past more often than right. they do in the future. Right. And so I'm not a, a person that uh, that gets anxious about things. I'm a person that thinks about how things could have gone. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so okay. and so for me, just being kind and uh, and learning to just take the next step. Mm-hmm. And not worry about what already, what's already happened. Right. And just forgive yourself. Exactly. And just learning to just forgive myself and say, like, you know, it's okay. Yeah. You know, you did your best. Right. Now we learn and we take right. another step we forward. We have an opportunity to make a new decision, you know? a new yeah. action. Yeah. Because yep. that's what I, you know, and the crazy thing is, is one thing that I, I'll ask even my assistant at work is, uh, when she's using me as a sounding board, it's like, well, what would you tell your best friend to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Well, you'd be not, you'd be like, well, why don't, we, why don't you try that? Don't be hard on yourself. Well, what if we were actually our own best friends? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Laughing for no reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe not in uh, in public, right? Um, because then that <laughs> could, that could disorder. They could disorient people. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You'd be it's all right. It's all right though. <laughs> I tell people, you know, you live alone long enough, you just talk to yourself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there with you. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Amber. Anything else you think we need to touch on here before we uh, let Tanya go for another forty episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that's coming to mind. I mean, I feel like I talk to you often enough to where I'm hitting you up with questions often. So mm -hmm. nothing that's nothing. Mm. It was rare. It was rare. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks, For dedicating Tanya. the it's time and the here. energy to the show, to the listeners. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I hope it was a valuable listen to everybody. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Good to be here. You know what the hardest part about taking these breaks away from doing podcast shows is? You miss me. Um, <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. I'm can either confirm around. or deny <laughs> <laughs> the presence of that. No, I'm kidding. Of course. But also the fact that we get to do an iTunes review. They make me happy. They make me so happy. This one is terrific. It is longer, but it's worth a read. And it comes to us from Patriot916, Pre-Diabetes Inspired Change. Five stars. Reads like this. I recently found out my blood glucose was in pre-diabetic ranges, so I decided to do some research to see what I could do because I don't have insurance. I'm terrified of needles, so I was determined to do something about my blood glucose levels. After reading everything I could find online, I ran across your podcast. Even though much of your content is type 1 based, I've still found your show very informative and I enjoyed listening to it while I work. Keep up the good work. Since I started watching my diet and closely monitoring my glucose, I've seen my numbers come back down to where I want to see them. I have a newfound respect for people with type 1 diabetes. I never really understood the difference between type 1 and type 2 until listening to your podcast. I appreciate everything you're doing and I look forward to listening. By the way, that scene, that theme song is stuck in my head. Dot, dot, dot. I'm alive. Smiley face. Yay. Woo! Great review. Thank you. We're going to throw it out there. Yeah, Patriot, what is it, 916? Yep. Shoot us an email at info at diabetesdailygrind.com. Um, your name, your address, and what size t-shirt. We're running low, I'm not going to lie, and uh, if you make it a small. <laughs> hey, and uh, we'll also link up the full YouTube Mike Hosty oh, yeah. theme song video. Yeah. Okay, if you just want the full listen for perspective. And I think if you want to just, if you want to hear him, he's on podcast, I think, number six. So, yeah, you might check that out, too. Yeah, go to the podcast page on DiabetesDailyGrind.com to access all those older episodes, too. Mm -hmm. And I guess as we wrap up, Ryan and I are going to be in attendance as a vendor at the JDRF Type 1 Summit here in Oklahoma City. That date is February 10th, and I think it's from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. So, you might check it out. Go to the site, and we'd love to have some visitors. Terrific event. Uh, there's always great speakers, mm -hmm. uh, easy education. It's really digestible for uh, parents, mm -hmm. for kids and adults. Really good learning opportunity. Oklahoma City only happens once a year in the state of Oklahoma. And I will say, too, that it was the one of the first events we attended together. Like, just we were in attendance. We didn't do anything. I had to leave the room because I cried because I thought, oh, my God, all these people in this room get it. And I, I wasn't prepared for that. So it's 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 a great event. Brings people together even if they don't know that they need it. So No doubt. It's a special event. All right. We hope you enjoyed episode 52 and hope to keep the episodes coming. So yep. 
Pony's awesome. Cheers to the highs and lows. Cheers, everybody. I've got more Lancaster than you. Yes, I got more Lancaster than you. Little thing called diabetes